Hi, everybody. Welcome to The College Blueprint. I'm Max Barzo here with Joe Potts. And we got a good one for you today. So, Max, today we're talking about public speaking and the anxiety that comes with that in college. Yeah, and it's such a huge one. I know whether people say it's something they deal with or they don't say it, it's something that most people deal with. And I think it's an important topic to discuss on. I know it's a tough one maybe to even admit that for some people, but I think just putting it out there alone could help people with that. So that's why I kind of wanted to do this today. Yeah, and I mean, this is a college podcast, but this could be really applicable to anyone with uh, anxiety or anyone who gets nerves about public speaking. And like, I know for me personally, I definitely, definitely get it. Um, I didn't used to have it and then COVID hit and something about coming out of COVID. It was, it's something that I've really had to deal with, but I've learned some lessons. I've kind of grown myself and I think I really would like to share just some of the things I know about myself and hopefully that can reflect and be true to some of you uh, people as well. Yeah, and today we have a great guest, uh, Rory O'Driscoll. So something about Rory, he is an incredible speaker, very outgoing. And I think that trait alone is someone we want on this episode because we want to learn from those people and what they do best. So we've had a conversation with Rory and, and it's it's I think it's a really, really good conversation. I think we did stray into the greater realm of anxiety just in general, but I think that's almost good to just touch on anxiety as a whole and then try to put that into lessons learned for presenting. So I'm, Rory in this interview is going to go, he talks about his personal battles with anxiety and that that alters from just presenting. But I think it's super important to listen to that even if you're struggling with just specifically that presenting. Yeah, so here it is, our chat with Rory. And welcome, Rory O'Driscoll, to the podcast. How are you feeling today? Good, man. Good. Glad to be here talking to you guys. Yeah, so we we already you already know what this is about. It's about um, the anxiety that comes with presenting. Um, and I just wanted you to start off with any sort of story you kind of had related to maybe a bad experience you had, a funny story about presenting, and, and maybe it went bad, maybe it went well. Anything you can kind of give us right off the bat. Yeah, man. So I, I've um, always been a big proponent of the mentality of fake it till you make it. Uh, you know, so I, I, I've always brought a, a large amount of bullshit confidence to the table as far as my performance goes. Um, and part of that is um, um, not doing any preparation work. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I've always, um, I, don't, I don't know what it has been about my performances in the past, but maybe it's just because I'm a lazy bitch and I don't, I like to procrastinate. Um, but I, I don't like to prepare anything before, uh, before I give a performance. So that way it can feel as natural as possible and I can sort of move with the ebb and flow of the performance and the audience's reaction. Um, but one time when I was in the 12th grade, we had to give this, this, uh, this presentation on a book that I had only read half of. So I, yeah, I showed up for this performance and I, I didn't realize it was this day. I thought I was later in the week. So I'd have like a little bit more time to, you know, cliff notes the rest of this book. 
So I was frantically going through my phone. I had, this is back. I had a flip phone for for you younguns. So I'm which with limited internet capabilities. So I'm like trying my best to like fucking educate myself on this Ernest Hemingway novel. <laughs> and I wasn't even close enough to done when my teacher called me up and she said, "Rory." It's your turn to present. And she looked at me, and I think she knew. <laughs> because I was sweating profusely. Uh, and I, I went up, and I just stuttered my way through the next yeah. 10 minutes. Oh. Uh, it was just... Uh, 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 it was a, a worst case scenario for someone who who likes to wing his performances, and I think I learned a valuable lesson that day. <laughs> you can't go in completely dry and just fucking make up a story about one of uh, literature's greatest novels <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to an English teacher who has probably read it before. Uh, yeah, it was just I I remember the feeling of the blood leaving my face. You know, like when you just feel yourself go pale. Yeah. And I just, yeah. So you say you don't like to prepare, overly prepare before a um, presentation. Yeah. But for you, you like to at least be, so maybe for you, correct me if I'm wrong, it's about knowing your stuff, but not necessarily scripting what you're going to say. Still be a human being, still speak to people like you're just having a conversation and that kind of helps you. Exactly. Yeah, it's all about trying to reach your audience as best as possible. And I find when I rehearse too much, I end up getting too mechanical. Yep. And I just sort of, it turns into more of a cerebral experience as opposed to what it's supposed to be, which is a dialogue between the presenter and the audience. Yeah. Um, and you're just, you're, you're trying to enlighten them as to your information and it's, yeah. you know, you can, it, it tends to be a little bit more fun, a little bit more fluid when you just kind of don't get in your head too much about it, uh, in my experience. For me, I completely agree with that. Cause I know if I have a script or something to read off of, like even this podcast, we're not scripting. Cause I just, or it's like very loosely, you I know, mean, I got a script right here. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I do, and I know this about myself. I do so much better just off the top of my head in a real conversation, in a real scenario. That's not, you know, it doesn't have any expectations on what you have to say. It's just gen genuinely coming from yourself. And I know just that alone reduces my anxiety like by a lot i don't know if that's something you feel joe it's funny you say that because i'm like the complete opposite like i need to oh, yeah. if i'm getting up hey, in front of people strokes, i need to folks. have like what i'm gonna say in my head really yeah like i, f I will read the whatever i'm gonna say like 10 times out loud before because i'm not like a i'm not a natural speaker like i've seen rory speak in front of the class many times yeah and, uh, He's he's Maybe pretty good, man. Times. He's comfort. Like you can tell, the comfort <laughs> level is. So for you, you, if you if you don't have a script, is that gonna uh, increase your anxiety and nerves? Yeah, yeah. Really, if you yeah. don't have if something I'm in front of like a bunch of people, and interesting. I need to have like a at least a guideline of where I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it works differently for different folks. To loop it back to the anxiety of it all, it's really easy, I find in my experience, that to get in my own head when I take too much time preparing. And you just sort of start going over and stressing over the possibilities of what could happen. 
Um, and I, you know, it just, it really matters the most what you're comfortable with though, at the end of the day, because like you said, some people prefer to go over it 10 times and have an ironclad plan in their mind and exactly what they're going to do laid out before them. And that lends to them having a more natural performance because they know exactly where they're going to go with it. So it, it really does come down to personal preference at the end of the day for a lot of that stuff. But uh, and different things work for different people. Um, like I would, I would yeah. never use Joe's strategy, but it makes sense that it works for him because you're a more pragmatic, uh, approach things logically type of person. Whereas I think me and Max are a little bit more go with your gut, go with the flow type of people. Yeah, and I think just comes that comes from like just knowing yourself and what works for you. So for me, I know I kind of thrive in more of that uh, social situation rather than pre-scripted plans. So I almost try to make that presentation as close to a social situation as I can, make it seem like, oh, I'm not, I haven't prepared these words. And I know you just mentioned, like you said, try not to get into your own head. That's your advice. I know I had someone I know go to therapy. I didn't go to therapy, but like, and he was someone who dealt with anxiety and the advice he was given and told me about just this kind of stuff is you're probably focusing on what could go wrong and that itself gives you the anxiety. So for me, it'll be like, man, what if I get really nervous when I'm up there and I get choked up and I can't talk and I get really embarrassed and just thinking about what could go wrong makes that go wrong. So try if you can is what I was told to focus on what could go right. If that oh, makes okay. sense. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. It does. Yeah. Like you can literally trick your brain into going, what if this is like the best presentation I ever had mm -hmm. stuff like that. If you just focus on the right thing, it might actually go the way you're thinking about it. Yeah. Either way. That's that's just a good rule for anything life. in life, really, mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course, absolutely. A lot of this stuff does bleed into life, and I think there's a lot of cross crossover between stuff like performance anxiety and social anxiety, which is where my anxiety is uh, primarily derived from. Which is, um, I'm surprised by that as well. Yeah, no, yeah. it's, uh, well, yeah, I, I, I was, um, I was, had a lot of treatment um, for my anxiety after I got out of the Army. Um, and it was, uh, it was, you know, it's really, really debilitating. And I think a lot of my anxiety was driven towards my own self-hatred of myself. And I think that plays probably a big heart performance anxiety as well as you're kind of picturing yourself up on stage and you're not happy with what you see you know it's uh yeah you're uh, thinking about the worst aspects yeah exactly yeah. oh you know i yeah. uh, my, my hair is stupid i hate the sound of my voice people think i'm an idiot you know and that's a vicious circle and that can lead to that can really tear you down so if you don't let yourself get to that point if you don't let yourself start spiraling yeah then theoretically you should be able to manage it obviously that's a lot easier said than done and it comes with years and years and years of practice i mean geez louise like yeah I, I was stuck like working from home for a really long time doing like just you know boilerplate editing projects and stuff and i was you know having trouble like reaching out to my friends and stuff and you know because i just kept ah oh, they don't want to fucking see my stupid ass and they don't want to hear from me you know and it's uh it's it's it can be really debilitating i think a lot of people would be surprised to hear that you have this stuff i don't know about yeah. you joe i know i've gotten it a tiny bit like where i talk to people about how nervous i am for presenting and it's like you like what do you mean like you are you're you're good at this yeah so i think that just goes to show like let's say theoretically people are looking at me or rory or even you joe and they go this guy doesn't 
um, have this. I have something wrong. They so would this... they would not look oh, at no. me and say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like for the listener, Rory and Max are two of the most outspoken public speakers in the class, I'd say. But we're still here talking about our anxiety. So I think what can deter you from being confident in yourself is comparing yourself to others but everyone else is dealing with the exact same thing in their head like rory just said we're faking it till we make it just like you have to as well so don't be like oh like this guy's not even dealing with anxiety i have something that you know i have to deal with and that puts me less than that person or now it's gonna be harder for me don't compare yourself to others just figure out what you have to do for yourself no that's exactly it i think that uh, i think you've really honed in on, on a good point there and that's that everybody has anxiety to varying degrees of course but it's something that we all have to live with in every aspect of our lives and as soon as you realize this is a battle everybody faces i don't want to say it becomes easier but it almost becomes more manageable um because yeah. it's yeah. it's something everybody before you and everybody after you will will get through yeah what's a key takeaway that our the listener can go home with oh boy what's a key takeaway i i suppose the the uh, the key takeaway i would give uh is just to hang in there um it, it really does anxiety can seem like a bottomless pit it can it can seem like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, but I assure you, for each and every single one of us, there is. Well said, Rory. I actually really appreciate you coming on there and, and sharing about that stuff. No, no, thank you so yeah, much thank for having you, me. Rory. Of course, I'm glad yeah, to be man. here. Yeah, I'll see a you. Great uh, opportunity to talk about it. Thank you, brother. And that was Rory. Super good. I'm like. I'm super happy that he opened up like that and gave us all that information. It's hard to do, but that's how, that's how, you know, people learn. And that's what's most helpful for people. I think just to recap what he said, just to give it a conclusion, it's like a fake it till you make it. Everyone else is doing that. You got to do it too. So with that said, don't base your confidence off of what you see other people doing. Everyone's faking it. Everyone's dealing with it. And I would also just say, base your successes on you trying to be, do things that are uncomfortable. Don't base you know, a good or bad day on how that event actually went. So we're talking about presenting. If your present presentation went bad, that's fine. Just look at, did you put yourself in an uncomfortable position and did you try to fight through it? And maybe you learned something on the way. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we started off talking about public speaking, but we really got into a pretty deep conversation about anxiety. And uh, we just want to thank Rory for that. I think he gave some really good advice. Yeah. Like you say, like, Rory is someone who exudes confidence and you wouldn't even think twice about what he's dealing with in terms of anxiety. So that's a perfect example of you don't know what if people are, you know, going through something and you really shouldn't base where you're at in life on what other people are portraying because Rory does such a good job at at delivering those speeches at just being a confident person. But we just heard it there that he's dealing with stuff as well. So just, yeah, again, super happy with um Rory opening up like that. Join us next time on the College Blueprint. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. We'd like to, if you guys want to, share, like, if you want, you don't have to. That'd be cool for us. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us.